1: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au
0: T's and C's apply in South Wales, authorisation number TP slash 01005.
1: Welcome to the punters mate on SEM. The older you get, the quicker Friday morning comes around. Chris Nelson, good morning to you. How are you?
0: It sure does, Mark. Good morning to you. It's great to have you back in the studio again. It's been a long time. Oh, that's right. I
1: wasn't here last week. I was at home because my grandson had tested positive to COVID. Before
0: that, you were away and I was away. I I
1: didn't realise that. I'd forgotten about that. When you walked in the door this morning, I thought uh, it was just like yesterday. Just like old times. And then you didn't get me a coffee and I thought, (laughs) now I remember why. Um, I've enjoyed the last five weeks. Pip got me one.
0: I organised Pip, Pip to make ma- no, him you one didn't. because he, I yeah. felt bad.
1: Anyway, Pip has done a wonderful job making me a coffee this morning um, after breakfast with Pat and Heels, and um, so Patty's cooked now. So hopefully he'll be back on
0: Monday at my request. She's put six sugars in there too, so you'll enjoy that. Okay. Now
1: I'm a little bit because uh, I don't have sugars. Chris has about thirteen. I don't. Uh, I don't feel um, buoyant today. I don't feel jubilant today. Being Friday. What's that? The Herovian.
0: Oh, I know. The people's
1: horse has been retired. He
0: has. yeah. He and a couple of others. It's been a, a bit of a week for retirements.
1: Crone and mommy
0: Flies. Well, they were part of my news for the week, but you've just um, covered that oh. nice and early, so I won't have to touch on that. But yeah, the herovian has Well, no, we gone.
1: can go into more detail a little bit later if you
0: want. Well, we're going to speak to Trent Edmonds very yep. shortly, and he can tell us all about the Herovian, the reasons for that. Uh, Crone. And Miami flies uh, just injuries there, and they don't want to risk the health and 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 the breeding side of those horses going forward. So, to the uh, to the paddock they go, or to the uh, what do you say to the breeding barn they go. Obviously not the Horovian where he ends up. I don't know. he'll, he'll be looking. a yeah, show horse or something like that. Up. Tommy, so has, the as property. the
1: Horovian goes into the sunset, a new people's horse is arriving. with Shelby sixty six. Yeah,
0: how good is that, that story? Yeah, that's just a great story and takes on the likes of. Uh, of Nature Strip and Eduardo in uh, at Randwick tomorrow on, a, on another heavy track, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But I was talking to uh, Tommy Hackett outside where we're talking about the, the tracks in Sydney all through the carnival, and he made a really good point. One thing is at least we haven't – the form's been there all along. Yeah. There have been wet tracks all along, so you haven't had to worry about dry tracks to wet tracks and horses handling it. They handle it or they don't, and you know straight up. Yeah. So it's not that bad.
1: What were your highlights from the week? Well,
0: my highlights from last week, Mark, and you'll know all about this one – Number one was the win of the two-year-old Steady Ready in the first race. The weapon. Of Doom. And how good the was that? The weapon.
1: That, that is told us it <coughs> was yeah. a weapon. Yeah. yeah. And, and that, you, you once again, like you were with the Herovian, doubt, 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 doubt. When did doubt. I doubt that? You said, oh, it was, because one by 13 lengths as trial. Yeah, yeah. And you said, oh, it was only a trial. No, I, said, I just yeah, said but you don't se- know how yeah, much. No, the, the doubt. That's the point I'm making. <laughs> and I said, you don't win anything by 13 lengths if you're not good. Well. All right. and you no, anyway, doubt it, but anyway, I'm used to that. You did, I did not. You did. I'm used to it. But anyway, it was a query. On. Yeah, the weapon was a weapon. <laughs> the
0: weapon was certainly a weapon. But, and great to see a two-year-old just go flat out from the outset, like they used to in days gone by, and just run their rivals into the ground. He ran time, uh, one by five and three-quarter lengths, and looking forward to seeing him again. I don't know where that's where? going to be. Yeah, that's yeah the, but that's uh, the
1: thing, isn't it? So that yeah. was a highlight. I get that. Yep.
0: Uh, number two was Gypsy Goddess's run at Newcastle on Monday. Of course, that meeting was held over from Saturday, uh, Rose Hill, Rose Hill yeah. on Saturday. It was still pretty wet at Newcastle. But Gypsy Goddess in a race where she got too far back and was never going to win. She still ran on well into third for Willie Pike. And she'll go off to the uh, the Oaks, which is next Saturday. So that's mm-hmm. that's a good pipe opener for her. So I think she'll she'll take a lot of benefit from that. And my other highlight, now I know you were telling me how you've got guests on the uh, on the Darling Down and every time you oh, have a this guest. Wanna,
1: this would want to be the highlight. You yeah, have you a guest. Yeah. Every time you have yeah. a guest,
0: they ride a winner or yeah. two. Well, we had Jimmy Orman on one of our shows, uh, the Fair Queensland Edge, last week. Jimmy Orman, he's flying at the moment. 15 winners out of his last 52 rides, 7 seconds, 6 thirds, He's riding winners now for Tony Golan, Rob Heathcote, Chris Waller. So he really is going well. So And he's a terrific bloke. He's on the show regularly. So that was a
1: highlight for me. Well, we did it again, the Darling Power. Oh, We're on every Saturday morning, myself and Sammy Highland. Luke Dittman, give us a wave. Mm-hmm. He came on at late notice um, and replied within 20 seconds that he'd come on the show. I thought it was because he was a very polite young man, which he is. He is yeah. But he knew. Set Race two, his first ride of the day. Thank you very much. Luke Dippman, give us a wave. Paid $12. Yeah. No, so he's... there you go. So we had Maddie Sears with the weapon and then Luke Dippman. So the darling down low, Sammy Highland is on fire in that respect. And Sammy loaded up. He had a big day on, well, on Saturday.
0: who's your guest uh, tomorrow?
1: Uh, Paul Hamlin, who's got one. He's a he's he's heavyweight one, jockey. Yeah, and he's yeah. got one ride at Toowoomba. Uh, tomorrow, so that's going to be uh, interesting to see whether we can have a hundred percent success rate, right? but it's a chance anyway. We'll talk about that with uh, with Sammy tomorrow morning, but yeah, we'll see what happens. We we are really, really uh, doing it by the skin of our teeth uh, in that respect. <laughs> now, uh, the latest news from Albion Park is that yes. the, the trotters are coming back, but the greyhounds are still a little bit away because they're waiting for this part.
0: From overseas yeah, to do with the timing. the electricity, timing.
1: the timing, and all that sort of stuff. And well, they're going to redo the track, I think, for the greyhounds. Too. Yeah,
0: they've got to do the sand profile. But uh, the harness begin today, so they're harnessing away this afternoon. Uh, but they can't race at night at the moment because of uh, the and timing lights. and that sort of thing, and floodlights. So, okay. so they will continue to race during the day. As for the greyhounds, uh, a couple of weeks at least, we're hearing. So uh, not too far away for the greyhounds. So it'd be great to get Albion Park back well, on track.
1: It's a little bit sad for them because this is their—they've got this big, you know, event coming up. Their 50 years or whatever that Luke's been talking about. They've got the Greyhound of the Years tonight. tonight think, yeah yes. at the Queensland Crickless Club, um, which will be a terrific night. So, the timing of it is not great uh, no, for them. It's not- Because they've got so so much involved there. Racing today is at the Sunny Coast and Rocky. um, Harness Racing, as you mentioned, back at Albion Park, which is great to see. Ipswich continues to host the Greyhounds and Townsville, which means you don't have to go to Capalabar again on Sunday. You'll get there eventually. As I mentioned uh, on the Darling Down, uh, the uh, punters mate, I should say, um, I'm a little bit melancholy today because you know that since we've been on air with Breakfast with Pat and Heels, there's sort of been a – you know, one horse that's followed us the whole way because you alerted it to us just after we came on air. Watch out for this horse coming from North Queensland. It's called the Horovian. And Heels and Patty and I adopted the people's horse and it's been an extraordinary ride, which um, on the track has come to an end yep. with its retirement during the week. And I'm sure Trent Edmonds, who's joining us now, is most probably feeling a little bit melancholy like the rest of us, but he'd be used to the fact, the the highs and lows of racing. And he joins us on the program this morning. G'day, Trent. How are you, mate? Oh, you better. Yeah. Brixie, <laughs> click it on. Sorry, Trent. Uh, Brixie was doing something else. Morning, mate. How are you?
2: Yeah, I'm really well, thanks. How are you
1: guys? Good, mate. I, as I said to Chris to at the start of the show, I am feeling a little bit melancholy because uh, even though I'm not an owner, not a trainer and have no association with the Horovian, I just like a great story, and it has been a great story. Um, you were almost in a movie um, but just didn't quite <laughs> make it, uh, and the people's horse has been retired.
2: Yeah, um, he, he sure has. He, he obviously... Um, Went back up to Steve after his latest prep prep with us, and I suppose I would just like to tip my hat to Steve and um, Steve and Tina, his partner, and and Tom, obviously the principal owner. And what a great job they've done uh, with him! Um, you know, uh, took took them on a ride of a lifetime, and something that well, the horse done a lot of stuff that probably won't ever be achieved again uh, up up in those regions, and we were lucky enough to play a small part toward the end of his career. So, um, you know, he was a much-loved member of, of our uh, stable and um, obviously he was like Stephen King, his, um baby. So, mm. uh, yeah, it's sad, sad, sad that he's retired, but I suppose you look back with a lot of fondness on
1: how good of a job he'd done for everyone. Oh, absolutely. 14 of 16 wins in Queensland and 17 of 37, he led the field into the straight in the All-Star Mile. Mm. And what sort of a horse was... Uh, well he still is but uh, you know in the stable what sort of a horse is the Horovia? Uh
2: Just an absolute gentleman um, consummate professional um, very very easy to, to deal with and um, yeah just a real real people's horse you know just a real friendly friendly old stager and uh, he's fantastic great attitude
0: Trent what was the issue is there an injury there that brought on the retirement is that the, the main
2: issue there? Oh, I think he um, obviously he's not he wasn't hasn't been in our care for a couple of months um, I think he strained a couple of tendons by all reports so um, I suppose I don't know the finer intricacies of it but um, you know the, at his age and I would suggest uh, you know rehab period and whatnot the guys just decided to give him a good home.
0: Just another one uh, of of your horses that uh, was obviously a Stradbroke winner uh, a couple of years ago, Tie Zone. Now, I believe he's heading towards uh, the Archer at Rockhampton?
2: Certainly is. Um, he's been sort of ticking over. I thought his second up run at the Sunshine Coast in, in what was obviously the Herobian's last ever race start was super. He, he climbed all over their backs with a huge weight and finished. he's finishing off with a full head of steam. He just didn't have much luck and then you forget Toowoomba. He the other day on Wheatwood Day he got well out of his ground, and I'm um, not Wheatwood Day, sorry, the uh, Cutest Jewel Prelude Day. Got well out of his ground. He's carrying big weights, and um, you know he he ran made okay ground, but not going to see the best mm. of him until Archer Day, essentially. Um, and uh, you know we're race by race with him as well. Like he's he's done a fantastic job. Obviously won all those races up north before coming to us um, a little under four years ago now and uh, he's going to retire a Stradbrook winner at some mm. stage. Um, so, you know, more than a million dollars in prize money since he came down to the southeast corner, and He's a, another horse that has been really dear to our hearts, obviously our, our one and only Group One winner at this stage and uh, he's uh, done wonders for our profile.
0: When can we expect to see him race next?
2: Next Saturday? Yeah. Um, at the meeting next Saturday, and that'll be essentially his final run uh, before the Archer. I mean, we'll go about a month between runs or so up into that race.
1: Trent, how is the, the reason well, we know down in, in New South Wales it's just been extraordinary, but the Gold Coast, northern New South Wales, the, the rain has been uh, torrential as well. How has that impacted uh, you in the stable and, and preparing your horses?
2: Yeah, we've been getting flogged, um, and. 35 mils I think from basically Sunday to yesterday um, or Wednesday I should say so early part of the week a little bit troublesome sort of trying to work the horses along and, and do a bit um, obviously we're all still under saddle but you have to be a bit careful when the when you a know, you know, uh, massive amount of rain hits like that, it wouldn't matter where you are in the world or what facility you're, you're in and um, when the tracks are underwater uh-huh, it doesn't help anyone and, and you sort of just got to do the bare minimum so yeah, it's a, it's been a little bit tricky sort of the last little bit but um, you just got to try and adapt and make do
0: Mimi Lagarde, tomorrow it's uh, at Ramwick speaking of wet weather and wet tracks etc how do you think she'll
2: handle the, uh, the heavy 10? Uh, completely unknown to be fair you go off track work um, you'd say no problem she... Well, we've been lucky enough to been able to prep her. Uh, and I must give thanks to Steve Andrews, track manager here, uh, for allowing us to prep her on the course proper and, and giving us grass tracks the last sort of couple of weeks for her specifically um, when that doesn't often happen. So she's done a, a fair bit of a work on, on absolute bogs of late. And to be honest, she only had two weeks off after the Magic Millions, which seems like a long time ago now. So... Um, well, she is first up. She's been in work for a fair long time and I just think if uh, we get the early part of the race right and she's sort of within striking distance at the top of the straight, uh, you know, why, why can't she win? It's a fairly even field. I don't think there's a star. No. I'm hopeful that she's it.
0: I agree and I, I think uh, she only really has to handle the ground to beat them. There, there are no stars in that race and look, she's she's done everything right at every start, hasn't she?
2: Yeah, she has. Um To be honest, she's probably king of Sparta. um, Had it over her in the Magic Millions guineas. Um, She'd been largely faultless prior to that. Even when she ran fourth, I think it was, in the Bill Carter as a two-year-old at a second start, she had no luck whatsoever. So, um, yeah, she's been super so far. And obviously um, tomorrow is the start of what we hope is a long and successful preparation. And obviously the Stradbroke... um, would be the dream target for her in a couple of months' time, providing all goes well.
0: just want to ask you about another one of your uh, could-be-potential star, Burning Bell. Looks a very nice type, Trent.
2: Yeah, she's a really nice filly. She's quite unassuming. Um, She's taken a little while to build her rev, so to speak. Um, Probably a disaster-beaten first up at Ipswich Mm. on that Sunday meeting they had, but um, she's won with good authority at her maiden um, two starts ago. And the other day, still done plenty wrong. I thought she was really going to smash them and then wanted to wander out again. Um, so I would suggest a set of blinkers would do the trick for her. She actually got galloped on pretty badly as well. So there was a fair bit of merit in the effort. Um, and I think we'll see her over the Scone Carnival. There's a three-year-old Phillies listed race. I think it's Denise's Joy on the Saturday. Uh, I think we'll see her there with a set of blinkers applied and fresh up into that. Big, long, big, long straight, good fair track at Scone. Uh, Very important that we try and chase black types, these young fillies. And uh, if she could get there in one piece, then I'm sure she'll run a good race. I've got a high opinion of her and um, she is really sort of jumped out the ground in the last two or three months.
0: Just uh, on that Sunshine Coast win last week, this is probably a question uh, for Ryan rather than yourself, but with the rail out so far as we know at the sunny coast, I think it was 10 metres on that day, they get out to that crown of the track and they don't have to come very wide to be on the crown. Do you think that that could put her off a little bit? Because she just seemed to wobble and it's always hard to make ground when you're on the downside of the crown?
2: Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Um, uh, you know, and I, I don't think people don't know a great deal about the Sunshine Coast track or or haven't been there before would completely sort of understand that. When the rail's out 10 metres, the crown's not a great deal of distance from the inside fence. Mm. So when you look like you're going to make a run, if you've got a back marker that looks like it's sort of going to get down the middle of the track or get out wide, they always look like they're going to let rip. And because they're not running on even ground, they're running on that opposite side of the camber, Yeah, they don't let rip and, and let down as you know, good as they should. So, um, yeah, I think there was, as you just suggested, a fair bit of merit in that run because I, I feel she got on the opposite side of the camber and yes. um, was still good enough to win.
1: Trent, just before we let you go, we're in April now, so the Winner Carnival will be here before we know it. Anything that has you excited heading into uh, the Winter Carnival, which will be here soon?
2: Yeah, look, um, I suppose we might be a bit thin on the ground for um, – Older horses uh, now um, with a couple of retirements, but obviously Mimi Lagarde. uh, Alpine Edge is due to trial Monday if they take place. He's going better than I've ever seen him. He's certainly gone from a boy to a man now. He he looks great. And um, a young horse that won at Ipswich the other day, Jamaican Rumba, he's down to run in the next couple of days as well. Really high-quality colt, very sharp sprinter. So probably those three are our best lot for the Winter Carnival and um, should take an eye out for them.
1: Good on you, mate. Great to talk to you. And, um, yeah, hopefully uh, it's a big winner carnival. Mimi Lagarde tomorrow, race 10 uh, Mm, at the end of it. Well, yes, and uh, let's hope we get to race 10. And (laughs) it's not like Rose Hill uh, last week. Uh, We'll have our fingers crossed for you, mate. Thanks for your time. Good luck. Cheers, guys. Thanks, sir. There he is, Trent Trent. Edmonds. yeah, race ten at Randwick with the rain continuing to fall. I think it might be chopped up a little by that stage. Yeah, there might be a few divots uh, well, at that stage.
0: Well, her goal is to get to the outside and run on, so she'll be coming very wide, I would say. And has
1: a reasonable jockey on board. I think James McDonald yeah. knows what he's doing, and yeah. Jerry Harvey, the owner. So that's, yeah. I mean, that's a feather in the cap for for Taby and Trent to have that there, which is good. Uh, to have Jerry Harvey give them a horse to look at, Exactly. After. It's exactly. outstanding. We're going to take a break here on The Punter's Mate. Uh, it's all thanks to Racing Queensland at 22 past nine.